No, that's it. I, I don't understand why is it not working, okay? It's not working. You know, we'll do it live. We'll do it live! Okay. Oh, oh, that is tomorrow, and that is today, and welcome to uh, your regularly scheduled podcast. I am not your host, not Bill O'Reilly. I am Julio Lopez, and joining me today is Harbor Young. Thank you, Julio, once again. Yes, it's been an honor to have you on the show, sir. Anyways, that was my Bill O'Reilly impression, for those of you who don't not know. Back in sometime in 2008 or 9, he flipped out when he couldn't say the right lines, and I don't know. So anyways, today's topic is going to be perfect, because... Dumbo just released, and neither of us have seen it, but this makes the way for a good topic in today's episode, and that will be live-action Disney remakes. That is, the ones from the past and in the future. Yes, all of our dreams from the past have been uh, remade uh, into supposed live-action uh, quotes on that because they're they're not at all live. It's all CGI. Yeah. Uh, and they've been turned to dust by the corporate Disney uh overlords who just see profit yeah let's just be honest most of these live action remakes are just based off of profit i mean the first live action remake that's not really a remake but it's an original idea and that was tim burton's alice in wonderland and i gotta say well, no, I, that was a remake uh, it was well it wasn't so much as a remake it was a reimagining a reimagining. Done, in li- uh, done in live action uh quotes on that again quotes on that because there's so much cgi so much tim burton cgi with so much but, tim burtonry but you know there was the old alice in uh wonderland disney movies um which i'd released. much more rather watch I would not. I, I gotta say, Tim Burton did a good job with the original one that came out in 2010. Not so much with Ruth the Looking Glass. Uh, I did not care for it, but the original one, it was pretty good. It was pretty tight. Eh, I don't know. For me, the original one was just a little too... meh. Like, it has color, but then again, the color are just unsaturated. I don't know. I don't understand why. It's just... For me, Alice in Wonderland... It's Tim Burton. It's just Tim the fight. It's like, Tim Burton, when he messes with colors, it's like... Just stick to black and white, buddy. But other than that, I mean, it looked interesting. It's just I watched it in my acting class when I was taking acting in high school. And it's like, I just watched it. I'm like, this is kind of stupid. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. Um, they definitely took some liberty with it. But Dumbo, Dumbo looked, I gotta say, it did not look like his best work. And the reviews certainly reflect that. Um, oh, yeah. Rotten Tomatoes score was pretty low early when you looked at it. Yeah, right? it was about fifty percent, and I mean that's okay, that's not that means it's enjoyable, but I wouldn't watch it a second time. That's probably what it basically means. But then again, Rotten Tomatoes, so. Rotten Tomatoes did give some good movies um, a low score, and I think they're perfect. You know, for example, for example, uh, A Scanner Darkly by Richard Linklater, I think is a pretty good movie, and it's an animated movie based off the book by Philip K. Dick about an undercover cop taking drugs it's not at all disney live action i know it's not disney but i just gotta throw that out there that you know sometimes rotten tomatoes does lie you know sometimes rotten tomato this is not also live action disney what i'm about to say uh a remake um uh uh there's been a bit of um a theory about disney being in the pockets of rotten tomatoes and how they've been um 
Oh, definitely. Paying Rotten Tomatoes to reflect better movie scores and to sell more tickets. Well, of course. Disney has everyone in their pockets, including me. Wink, wink. But anyways. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Julio just got a job at Disney yeah, World. Basically. Uh, if you're going to be going to the Magic Kingdom anytime soon, uh, look for my boy Julio. As, it's me, the popcorn guy. Yeah, or, the popcorn in the ice cream cart, man. Or maybe just the man who works inside of restaurants, you know, giving well, out so far food. it's popcorn corn and ice cream well that's what i'm gonna be on my first day is what they told me but hey that could change any time okay this is not at all live action disney remakes yes this is not but um so let's without further ado let's get right into it like the first piece of the delicious cake that i hope we'll be getting on my birthday this year looking at you leah (laughs) all right another four months away it is another four months away. But anyways... Only three and a half. Well, lucky you. But anyways, so we have lucky the first one, which was basically a miss, and that was Maleficent. Okay, so Maleficent, that's um, that's a movie. It's a movie with Angelina Jolie as You know, Maleficent. I gotta say, she didn't look bad, um, but it certainly was an interesting take on the character. Yeah, it was interesting. Um, Different. Especially because they couldn't make her green. Yeah, that's true. Which why couldn't they make her green? I wonder why. They could have CGI'd that along with everything else they CGI'd in that movie. Yeah, practically. But I've got to say, um, the acting was not my favorite in it. Um, the Prince Charming character, or you know, I don't remember what his name was in the movie. It wasn't Prince even, Charming. I didn't even think that there was a Prince Charming in it. No, I don't there know. Is. Like, uh, how many Prince Charmings are they even? in the disney universe honestly isn't there like 10 15 i couldn't maybe say. just two there's one in cinderella and there's one in sleeping beauty well i don't think that's his name in sleeping beauty but he was a prince charming-esque figure yeah um he shows up you know when aurora has been put to sleep uh and well actually he shows up before that in the movie she meets him and she thinks she's you know fallen in love Actually, let me stop you there. But what Prince Charming are you referring to, though? <laughs> Not the Shrek one. Oh man, that would have been awesome if there were. I, I we should see. We I should see, see a Disney eyes. live action remake, with the Prince Charming basically just having the attitude of the one as in Shrek. You know, like. So, that wouldn't be Disney though. That'd be DreamWorks. You yeah, want that would a be live DreamWorks. action DreamWorks Prince Charming standalone film? No, actually, I just want a live action Prince Charming in a Disney film to see how that goes. It's cherry flavor. Want to taste? I, you know. Well, there was the 2016. I think it was 2016 Cinderella. It live might have action. been 2015. I mean, no, it was 2016. Hold possibly, on, let me look it up. On let's my have phone. the let's have the good research man Harvard look it up if it was 2015 or 2016 for that Cinderella one. Because I believe that is actually next on our 2015, okay. Ah, it was 2015, one year after. So we had Cinderella next. And let me just be honest, I did not see Cinderella. Well, you got to see your live-action Prince Charming in that if you would have watched it. And Ah. it was all right. Um, Once again, it was another interesting take. They did not stick strictly to Cinderella as we've seen it before, both in fairy tale and in Disney. But it was good. I did find it enjoyable. So there's no, like, you know, big fat mice and all the other mice and the cats and the mice singing and whatnot. Because to be honest, I mean, I've noticed something in these uh, live-action Disney 
remakes is that they're kind of lacking animal characters, except, of course, the Jungle Book, but that's going to be later on in this well, list. the Jungle Book is the next movie. Well, yeah. Um, let's skip Cinder. I didn't like it too much. I didn't see it, so, of course, let's just skip it. Okay, Jungle Book. Jungle Book was amazing. Was their best live-action movie yet? In my opinion. Oh, yeah, definitely. It was just... Christopher Walken as King Louie. And that is awesome. It's just... Was fantastic. It's like, I liked the Jungle Book as a kid growing up, too. And I did. I liked so the live-action remake because it just, it captures the feel of us being inside of, you know, the jungle and all these animals and all these characters coming together. And Idris Elba is Shao Kahn. And, Shere oh Khan. my God, Shere Khan. Shere Khan. Lord, not Shao Kahn. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, Shao Kahn as the tiger. Finish him! You know, that'll be awesome. <laughs> Shere Khan. Shere Khan, not Shao Kahn. He doesn't have a big cow mask on and whatnot. <laughs> that would be pretty funny, though. But um, Idris Elba as Shere Khan was amazing phenomenal best villain ever honestly he's yeah i gotta say he's so intimidating in that movie highly intimidating i've you not know. seen a movie with him in it that i haven't liked or at least not liked his part you know i mean there's the dark tower i mean people said that one was really bad but he is the protagonist it's not one. at all like the book um it yeah it's not at all like the book well Books. There's also, you know, the new Hobbs and Shaw movie coming out with Idris Elba inside of Doesn't it. Doesn't look too good. That's going to be the first thing I don't like him in. I actually want to watch that because I was sitting there watching the Captain Marvel and, uh, movie and seeing the trailers in it, Hobbs and Shaw trailer, and I actually was thoroughly enjoyed by it, and I kind of want to watch it now because of how stupid it looks. You know, when you go to title this episode later, you're going to say it was supposed to be Disney live action, but it was everything but. Actually, it is Disney live action. That is the main... So without getting sidetracked here, Jungle Book, is that a hit or a miss? Uh, they hit it spot on. They did hit it spot on. I mean, on. Hanzo would be impressed. Hanzo at your service. Anyways, so, coming up next on our no, list no, no, hold is... On. I want to talk about the Jungle Book song. Ah. Um, because the Jungle Book, I think, has the best um, soundtrack of any of the movies. And the best director of all the movies. Because Who's the director? John Favreau, the guy who did Iron Man. Oh, Favreau, yeah, I love yeah. John Favreau. Um, Happy Hogan is one of my favorite characters in the MCU, just because he's so odd. Uh, it's like his name does not reflect his attitude in the movies, and it's hilarious. <laughs> Especially not in Homecoming. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, no, so I gotta say, if you listen to the old Jungle Book um, soundtrack, it's still very good despite being all those decades old. And if you listen to the new one, I think it's even better. I honestly think Bill like, Murray as Baloo was Bill Murray a as perfect Baloo, choice. Perfect choice. Um, especially when, you know, they start singing the Bare Necessities. Barely. Ah! <laughs> you were waiting for that one, weren't yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> I basically was, was waiting. This isn't even scripted and I was waiting for it. <laughs> um... And then Christopher Walken again uh, singing "I want, um, I want to be like you." Eh, that might not be the exact name of it, but you know the one I'm it's talking about. It's something like that. You know, King Louis' big number. Or what if it's monkey business? You know, <laughs> monkeying around. I'm not talking to you after this is it's over. It's tough to be an ape. <laughs> oh, I gotta say that one though. They did the best music for. Oh yeah, definitely. So far. Um, Dumbo might be interesting to see when, um, or when I do get to see it, um, 
the soundtrack might be interesting for that um, because there's so many things you can do with a circus. Plus, Michael Keaton is back. You know, he's back in with Tim Burton, inside of a Tim Burton movie, per se. You know, right up his alley. Right up his alley. Um, all right, so now moving on from The Jungle Book, 2017 saw Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. That was bad. I know. I didn't even say Beast. I said B. Tale as old as time. Song as old so, as rhyme. Basically, I saw some of Beauty and the Beast, and I know I was somewhat of a fan of it. I liked, uh, what's his name, Luke Wilson? No, not Luke Wilson. Luke Perry? No, not Luke Perry. Uh, who was he playing? He's the guy who played Gaston. Oh, I know his Gaston. name is I know his name is Luke something, and I gotta say, he made a perfect Gaston to me. Gaston was he was really good in the movie. Yeah. Um he was my favorite character in the movie, uh in this remake of it. Um I I must say I do prefer the animated Beauty and the Beast to the live action one. Yes, he sounds or he sounds more manly in that one. He sure does. He eats lard for breakfast. You know, and I know um, Disney likes, what's his name, um, Josh Gad. You yeah, know, being as LeFou. Yeah, as LeFou. Wasn't he gay in that movie too? Yeah, he's gay, but I, I gotta say I didn't like LeFou as much in this one as I like LeFou in yes, the animated Yes, because one. he also sounds like, I, if I'm not mistaken, the one in the animated one sounded like he was, I'm, I'm 99% sure he was Michelangelo from the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> I am 99% sure he sounded just like Michelangelo. It was Luke Evans who played Gaston. Luke Evans, that's his name. Luke Evans, he's also in uh, Dracula Untold and the Fast and Furious franchises as um, Shaw, except he's a different Shaw. I think his name is Deckard. Not Deckard from Blade Runner, but Deckard from Fast and Furious. It's Deckard Shaw from the Fast and Furious 6. Yes. Yes. But just saying, just putting that out there, the Deckard from Blade Runner is definitely the better Deckard. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but Ian McKellen, Sir Ian McKellen, uh, love that man, uh, not and? in a homosexual way, because, you know, he is a homosexual. Oh, yes, he is, and he's yeah. also Magneto. <laughs> and Gandalf. Well, good um, morning to you, sir. What do you mean by that? Do you mean to wish me a good morning, or are you simply stating that it is a good morning? <laughs> Or do you mean to say that it is a morning on which it would be good to be good upon? Well, that is a... Or perhaps you mean all three at once. Well, I'm just going to pick all three at once. But yeah, Ian McCullough, he was the clock, right? Cogsworth. He was Cogsworth. You know what would have been really, really I liked hilarious? Cogsworth a lot in this one. It would actually would have been really funny if they would have put, um, what's his name? The guy who plays Alex DeLarge um, inside as, the, uh, as Cogsworth. Oh, man. Malcolm McDowell. That would be pretty hilarious if he would have been Cogsworth, you know, and just had his, like, you know, Alex DeLarge voice, you know, his little Cockney voice inside of the Clockwork Orange, you know? That <laughs> <laughs> would have been so hilarious. Uh, but, um, it would have been, like, you know, a kind of a funny adult, a nod, like, hey, kids, you're probably not going to get this reference until you're older and actually read books. But, um, yeah. I think also Ewan McGregor as, what what is it, LaMere? Yeah, LaMere. Ewan McGregor, because I'm a huge Ewan McGregor fan ever since I've seen him in Star Wars. As Obi-Wan Kenobi, right? Yes, no, as Jesus. 
<laughs> Visible confusion. <laughs> but I wonder how many people got confused. We're like, well, I didn't remember Jesus being in Star Wars when they saw no. Attack of the Clones. Uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. That's that's who Ewan Mc. Is it Ewan? It Ewan, Ewan McGregor. I, I can't ever remember how to pronounce his name, or I don't know if I ever know. All we know is uh, he's a he's. There's been two movies in which he's associated with things that are made out of light. A candle, and he has a lightsaber. He's associating with both of those in those movies. So, um, that's a bit of a stretch for me, but okay. Bit of a long um, stretch. <laughs> I really liked his number in Beauty and the Beast. Um, you be, know, be our guest. Our guest. Be, be our, our guest. guest. Put our servers to the test. You know. <laughs> I am not going around doing that show. Yeah, okay. So yeah, that that, that um, was perfect. You know, yes, I think his role was perfect. Um, Ian McKellen was enjoyable. LeFou not so much. Gaston could have been manual, manlier, but he, he way was manlier with the voice too. <laughs> uh, what about Hermione Gengar inside the movie? Um, you know, she uh, Emma nice. Watson. She was she was very pretty. I think she was a perfect choice for Belle. Yeah. Um, although there were some scenes I didn't like her in. Although, it would have been hilarious if they just would have made Ron Weasley, you know, uh, Rupert, that guy who played uh, Ron Weasley. Uh, Rupert Grint. Yes, if he would have been, you know, the Beast, and then he turns into... <laughs> Going off that another live hilarious. tangent, um, Amazon Prime had this uh, original show they had. It was Agatha Christie's The ABC Murders, and it was starring John Malkovich. Oh, my God. And um, Rupert Grint was in that. <laughs> oh, no. And it was really good. Wow. Like... You know, he's definitely gotten older, and he looks kind of overweight in it. But oh lord! So he's not skinny old Ron that you can snap and that you can snap his back in like five seconds. No, he looks like a chubby Ron. Wow! Um, I'm gonna Google that later. Fat Ron. <laughs> <laughs> back to Disney though. Um, yeah. So Ewan McGregor was also in our next movie, Christopher Robin. Wait, he was? Oh yeah, yeah. He played he plays Christopher, Christopher Robin. Robin. In the new Winnie the Pooh movie, but no, wait, did wasn't you there? See it? Uh, no, I have not. It's on Netflix, I know. So maybe sometime me and Leah might watch it. But all I know is, um, I don't, I don't really I haven't seen it. I haven't gotten around to it. I heard it was uh, somewhat okay, but for me, I feel like you know Winnie the Pooh. It's it's always been a childhood kind of thing. Whenever I was in diapers, you know. So I feel um, like maybe the movie is probably good. <laughs> probably if you have a childhood with it, it'll be good, you know, whatnot. The the child who Christopher Robin was based off of, the um, author of Winnie or the Christopher Robin Winnie the Pooh books, um, he based Christopher Robin's character off of his own son. Yeah, I remember seeing well, something about that. His son uh, ended up going to World War II, and uh, he was highly decorated, and he had 25 confirmed kills. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, well, little Christopher then. Robert, or Christopher <laughs> Robin, jeez, I keep saying Christopher Robert, because uh, Christopher <laughs> Robert was, you know, my dad's name, Christopher Robert. Yeah. Wow, that's so something I, I didn't know about you, Harbor Young. Yeah, no, um, I just, every time I go to say Christopher Robin, I think Christopher Robert. Well... Um, no, little Christopher Robin was a badass with 25 confirmed kills in World War II. 
Well, that's a very interesting fact to know. If only that would, they would have based the live action version on that. <laughs> and then he comes back. You know, you just see Pooh. Oh, Christopher Robin. How what have you, come, you done? What have you done, Christopher Robin? And then, you know, Tigger just scares the shit out of him. And then, you know, <laughs> he just freaking shoots up Tigger or something like that. <laughs> oh, I'm Tigger. You know, and then it's like, ah, oh, Tigger. But, you know, the, the guy who voiced Tigger in the original animated movies was the inventor of the artificial heart. Really? Yes. So you like an arc reactor, is what you're trying to say. <laughs> Not quite. Not quite, but it's going to get there. It will get there. That'll so, cool. live action number... Well, I believe that's all for the live action releases, well, other than yeah, Dumbo. We caught up to everything but Dumbo, but yeah, that came out yesterday. Yeah, it's, it was just only born yesterday, so what can we say? Um, next, <laughs> right, there's another Maleficent movie coming out next year? So yeah, next year is another Maleficent, but before we get to next year, let's talk about this year. And the most controversial. Oh, one. oh no! Uh, <laughs> we have to mention it. We have to mention Blue Will wanna, Smith. <laughs> I don't want to see him like that. Blue Will Smith and Aladdin He's coming made up this so year. So many bad career decisions recently with his movies. I mean, he was enjoyable not in just Su- his movies. Well, he was enjoyable in Suicide Squad. Let's just say that. Okay, I liked was, him as Deadshot. He was like the only good thing in Suicide Squad. Yeah, he was just the only good thing. That and the 21 Pilots song at the end and seeing Batman, you know. I heard that too many times on the radio, so it just became unenjoyable for me, that 21 Pilots song. Yeah, probably, yeah. But for me, I think Suicide Squad could have just been, you know. It's not live-action Disney movie. Let's just not have a lot of conversation right now. But Will Smith as the genie. When I first saw that he was cast as it, I was just thinking, huh, it could. I mean, no one else could take the spot of... Uh, yeah, Robin Williams, because, of course, Robin Williams made that role his own thing, you know? He he barely even used a script whenever they were directing the movie. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, um, in the original animated one, um, that song, um, you, you Ain't Never Had a Friend Like Me, it's gotta be one of my favorite Disney songs of all time, and I Robin think, Williams did so perfect with it. I mean, call me cliche, but I think, you know, Prince Ali has got to be my favorite song in that movie. Prince Ali Ababa. Yes. Now, let's just also talk about how Jafar looks older, looks younger than Aladdin in the movie. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. He, sure he does. looks a bit younger, but however... Um, who was cast for Aladdin? Wasn't it? I don't. Um, I don't know who it was. It was. I know it was. You know, uh, Rami Malek would be a perfect choice. Oh, definitely. He would be an awesome choice for playing. You know, um, Aladdin. But at the same time, you know, I know they wanted to have a mostly Middle Eastern cast with this movie because I, they, they were just. It was just you know the yeah, fear. It's all a bunch of towel heads. Yeah, it's just a. Hey, 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 yo, whoa, yo, watch okay. it. Um, he didn't, he meant nothing by that. But um, anyways, basically well, they just wearing didn't... turbans in the movie. I'm sorry. Did you not watch the original one? The Sultan's got a turban. Jafar's got a turban. The genie wears a turban at one point. That is true. <laughs> Everyone's wearing turbans. The market, you know, the um guy that uh, um gets the you know he's running the apple cart. He's got a turban on. Everyone's wearing a turban. You well, know, you're right about that. But I mean, I just hope that Aladdin will be not really what I want it to be, but just good. Not great, not spectacular, not as good as Jungle Book, but I'd say probably just good, peacefully. Uh, I don't know if I can say that with Blue Will Smith. Blue Will Smith. 
I mean, everyone was mad. They're like, this isn't Will Smith. This isn't Will Smith. That's a genie. Why does he look like that? <laughs> Why is he just... <laughs> I mean, at least he's smiling, you know? At yeah, least he's, he's not smiling, just... but... I mean, Will Smith has an inev- inevitably beautiful smile, though. <laughs> He sure does. <laughs> he has that nice, just that genial just, kind of smile that everyone would like. You mean congenial? Nah, I'd say genial. He's a happy guy. Well, Most of the time. Congenial, you know, is like an infectious, you know, thing. Uh, you know, it's infectiously positive. Everyone likes it. Well, yeah, everyone likes it. So, yeah, congenial. So, yeah, yeah that Elida movie, I feel like, will be great. Not, I mean, oh. Reborn that. Genial kind of isn't a word. I see. I thought it was. They taught me that in elementary school. No, congenial is. I see. You know, I thought you were trying to make a, uh, a pun with genie. It could be a word. pun, though. I wasn't thinking about it, but now that you mentioned it, I could say that now. But, however, so let's move on to the next live action remake, and that is Mulan. Can we point out? This is going to be like the first Disney movie we ever see nipples in, and it's Will Smith's nipples. <laughs> wow for aladdin yeah yeah for aladdin that it will be the first disney movie we actually see nipples in wait i mean we'll probably see aladdin's you know i mean yeah we might see aladdin's because he's always wearing that vest with nothing else yeah basically hit that vest i mean but this is our first disney nipples i actually almost forgot on the topic of live action disney this isn't disney but it's definitely live action and it's definitely from our childhood <laughs> dora the lost city of gold well, i thought you were gonna bring up teenage mutant ninja turtles wait what's god no we don't even talk about that ever <laughs> yeah dora and the lost city of gold you can just shorten it to el dorado but you know yeah basically whatever. just el dorado with dora and boots with boots playing being played by danny trejo <laughs> For those of you who don't know Danny oh, Trejo. Who's playing Swiper the Fox? I heard Benicio Del Toro. Benicio Del Toro is Swiper the Fox. So, uh, Danny Trejo, the guy who plays Machete in Mo... It's, machete. Well, what my stepdad basically knows him as is Machete. Um, he's going to be Boots. Boots. And it's like, whenever I first saw that, I was like, oh God, what were they thinking? No, you see, they, they should reverse it. They should make... Benicio del Toro boots, and they should make Swiper into Machete. Or now you got Swiper machete. into Machete. Danny Trejo. <laughs> Danny Trejo into Swiper. Yeah, you know that that'd be better if they just swapped those roles. That would be pretty good. But then again, at the same time, I just want to hear. I just want to hear you know a tough talking monkey like, "Yeah, I'm a monkey. What do you want, man? You know something no, like how do he sounds." The same thing with Danny Trejo's voice as they did with Baby Groot. I am Groot. Yeah, I am Groot. You know what? So Mulan, I heard it's gonna have a mostly Asian cast. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah that is it's good. It's an Asian movie. It's an Asian movie, just like Aladdin is um, a Arabic. Middle East, yeah, an Arabic Middle Eastern movie. So that shouldn't have, you know, a bunch of Arabic actors in it. And I'm not saying Bollywood actors like in our last episode, what Faisal was explaining. <laughs> Bollywood is India. I know, but still. Oh, Lord. At least they're not having Bollywood actors. They're just having, you know, straight up... They could make a Bollywood production for, for, uh, for it. And then um, you're just like going to have that terrible... Be a, like, that'd be a good music number to go in it. Like, uh, for the Prince Ali Ababa, uh part, you know, just make that a big Bollywood production. Or just make it a Nasheed, so that way, you know, it can be authentic. You don't know what a Nasheed is, don't you? I, I don't. It is a um, Muslim tune in which no instruments are used, just their voice. So it's acapella. Basically, but they call it a nasheed. 
You could just say it's an Arabic acapella. Okay, an Arabic acapella. <laughs> Let's just say that. So, um, basically, uh, Mulan, I feel like that one would probably be good, most likely. I mean, talk about most of these live-action remakes are just Disney saying, Hey, look, we're remaking your childhood, now give us all your money, please, because we need to fund our theme parks, even though they're um, heavily funded every single you know day by people joining it but however um you know mulan is just going to be one of those movies that i'll probably watch and be like you know what that was good i'm going to be really disappointed to not have the shetchawan sauce what shetchawan sauce from rick and morty the mcnugget sauce the the mulan mcnugget (laughs) szechuan sauce yes yeah (laughs) um no i was gonna say i'm gonna be really disappointed to not have the smooth comedic voice of um eddie murphy eddie murphy in the movie well, I mean, he's still alive, so you never know. Yeah, if... but, you know, you it's a heavily Asian cast. As a so. matter of fact. Uh, well, you know, Mushu is going to be CGI, so they could just put any... any... Why not Dave Chappelle? <laughs> no. Dave Chappelle would be perfect. Why would they? Or no. Eric Andre, or Hannibal Buress. Hannibal Buress would be a good choice. Yeah, <laughs> Hannibal Buress. And Buress. I do like Eric Andre, but no, um, Eddie Murphy... They they should um you know still keep him to be Mushu yeah since they he's should. gonna have to be CGI anyways yeah that's true Mushu Though, would work as that Eddie Murphy you know, his distinctly African American voice gonna stick out across you know the heavily Asian voices of everyone else that actually would be pretty funny you know I mean it would it, it'd make it even funnier but I don't know if it's supposed to be as comedic you know because all of these movies you know have been nowhere as funny as the originals they've all been Which, taken up to that is also now. my kind of downside with all these live i mean except the jungle book had some comedic value inside it of it. had some but nowhere near as much as the original one did that's true and that's coming into what else i was um, saying and um, can i take us off for a moment did you happen to see netflix made an original adaptation of the jungle book for themselves as a matter of fact I know Leo was, was watching horrible. it the other day. <laughs> she said it was horrible. Yeah, and I saw it in the CGI. As soon as I came home from work, and I saw the CGI on that movie, I literally went to the bathroom and threw up because of how terrible it was. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, your bathroom where you've got to look at Bill Cosby every time you go. Oh, no. Don't, don't even bring that this up. This man has a photo oh. of Bill Cosby taped up in his bathroom. <laughs> facing the toilet. Yeah, facing the, facing the toilet. The toilet. <laughs> so every time you go to the bathroom at his house, and you will you know, see. I have to every time I'm there, Unless I, I just have Bill Cosby looking at me as I'm doing my business. And it's just... I don't know why she did I feel did. like Bill Cosby's molesting me every time I'm in there with that look <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. on his face. Let's not say that. Let's not have any more allegations against that man. But, um... He's been cleared. He's living in Vegas now. Or not... I'm no, that, sure. I'm thinking of O.J. Simpson. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. I somehow got Bill Cosby and O.J. mixed up for all of two seconds. Yeah, O.J. Simpson's, uh, he's free. You know, he's living in Vegas. Yeah, you know, I'm Bill sure. Cosby's now under lock and key. Well, I don't know. So, we actually forgot one that's releasing this year. And that and speaking on the original voicing for the original character, we have The Lion King. Yes, The Lion King and that's going to be um oh, uh what's his uh, name? James Earl Jones. J- James Earl Jones is returning from Mufasa. From Mufasa. Simba. You know, I really I want to get an I am your father in this movie. 
Uh, I don't think I am your father. I don't think uh, I think he's probably gonna say it like I don't think he's gonna say I am your father, but at least Simba, my son, I am your father, and as your father, I must tell you the kingdoms. You see that dark, shadowy place over there? That is where we do not have in our kingdom. You must never go there. Yes, that is where Emperor Palpatine lies. Emperor Palpatine, aka Scar. Scar. No, uh, Scar is actually Claudius from Hamlet. Claudius from Hamlet. Oh, yes, yes. It's yeah, been... the Lion King is Hamlet. <laughs> Practically, yeah. Well, you know, there, there's there's a lot of differences, but the, the general plot of, you know, the Lion Fraternicide King. Yeah. and Redemption from the Sun. Basically, yeah. It, it is definitely the plot of Hamlet, which I did read last year in my senior year. And I'm currently reading it right now. And you had Mrs. Hart, right? Yeah, I had Mrs. Hart. Yeah, Shout so out to Mrs. Hart. Teacher, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, hey, you're never going to listen to this. She probably will. <laughs> yeah. But um, honestly, I think maybe the Lion King remake, that's probably going to be my guilty pleasure. I know yeah. probably some people are going to say it's bad, but that's going to be my guilty pleasure because I grew up on that. I'm, and I'm I definitely love... going to want to see it, but I, I just, I've got my doubts about it based on the cast. I don't want to be listening to John Oliver as Zazu. Uh, who's John Oliver again? Exactly. Or no, no, it wasn't John Oliver. No, it was um, Stephen Colbert. My bad. Stephen Colbert's? Yeah, what? Stephen Colbert as Zazu. Why? Yeah, I don't know why I got him mixed up with John Oliver. I know Keegan-Michael Key is going to be uh, one they of the... They look too much alike for me. I know um, Keegan-Michael Key is going to be one of the hyenas and yes the best in my opinion one of the most talented actors in hollywood uh donald glover is actually going to be simba yes i'm gonna enjoy that i'm highly um, gonna enjoy that and the same thing with seth rogan as seth pumba. Rogan is pumba did you hear seth rogan is uh trying to launch a marijuana company in canada called houseplant oh yeah definitely yeah um <laughs> him and that director he's always working with uh isn't he his own director though? I know he's directed well, like Well, he's a directed bunch a bunch of stuff. stuff himself, but like the one he did Pineapple Express with? Wouldn't that be James Franco? No. No, I don't think that's James Franco. Someone else. Uh, I don't remember the name. We'll look this up some other time. Yeah, they're they're trying to launch a marijuana company in Canada. Something something that I'd probably would want to do one day. But uh, no, that's irresponsible, but okay. It is irresponsible, but it's also Marijuana is bad, kids. Stay away. Well, not for long if you live in the state of Florida like we do. <laughs> I don't see why they would do that. Uh, I'd see why. Recreational purposes. But, so, uh, so we have The Lion King. I feel like that's going to be a hit. Of course it's going to be a hit. Yeah, of course it's going to be a hit. You know, I wonder if there will be a correlation between the amount of uh, box office tickets, or not uh, box office, uh, the amount of Broadway tickets that are sold to The Lion King, the closer it gets to the um releasing of this new lion king because i think people are going to be so excited for it that it's going to just drum up business for all the other lion king stuff like you know at animal kingdom you're going to see longer rides for some longer lines for uh simba's um the festival of the lion king show the lion king well good let them stay in line for that why go ride the show is going to sell more tickets and Stuff like that. Yeah, let them stay in line for the Festival of the Lion King. That way I get to go on the Pandora ride anytime fast I want. Pass. Yeah, Fast Pass. I forgot all about that because oh, yeah. I don't really use those too much anymore. No. It's it's not really that worth it on the Festival of the Lion King because if you just get there right before the show begins, you know, yeah. as long as the line isn't too big, you're going to get in. Yeah, practically. 
but i mean our good our good friend logan shout out to you logan if you're listening probably hey not. logan hate your guts man <laughs> yeah logan why but yeah logan used to get his fast passes for every disney experience so and then, then they're one of my best friends yes yeah, logan's our buddy guts. logan's our buddy but um anyways um so yeah the lion king is going to be in a hit aladdin's probably going to be a miss probably a in between a hit and a miss i'm probably going to call it now aladdin's probably going to be a hit by the critics but a miss by the audience yes yeah it's probably going to be something like that it's going to be celebrated for diversity in hollywood but the fans aren't going to like it so much yeah fans are probably not going to like it i'm already calling it now tomatoes will delete fifty-four thousand more of their negative reviews which to be honest that's just i mean that's just taking um you know critiques to it's like i just feel like you should just you know guys that's why we had to do it no if i mean it's like we all have an opinion like i probably might think some movies aren't really that good on rotten tomatoes but they have like a higher score but that's not a topic for this episode the topic for this episode will lead into the next live action remake well the live action sequel and that is maleficent 2 maleficent 2 what is that even gonna be about because i mean sleeping beauty it's one done yeah, but apparently they said Maleficent 2 is going to be an actual Sleeping Beauty story where she actually turns into a dragon. Oh. So, maybe this one might be worth What's it. What's going to piss her off so much that she turns into a dragon? I don't know. Maybe that the fact that Sleeping Beauty is ready to marry and whatnot. And... No, no, no. She's happy for her. Oh, I see. Yeah, no. She, she loves that kid. Or maybe the fact that Maybe the fact that Sleeping Beauty is more, you know, prettier than her and she doesn't look like a skeleton getting ready to, you know, fall apart, so. <laughs> or maybe she wasn't in a you terrible... hope Angelina Jolie never hears it. Oh, my won't. God. Oh, my God. Or maybe she, you know, wasn't in a terrible Tomb Raider movie. <laughs> oh. oh, Lord. Yeah, I don't know. But who knows? Disney has a plan for everything, so they say. Yeah, you know, there's some movies I wouldn't mind seeing made into live action, um, and you know, wasn't it part of Disney's, um, like Walt Disney himself, wasn't it part of his will that every so often the the classics had to be remade? Yeah, it was part of his will, so that way every generation yeah, can so enjoy I, them. You know, I know they have to do this, but you know, that said, they should have to do it well. You're not talking about what. You're not talking about Song of the South, are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, if I got a Song of the South remake, I would be so happy right now. Oh no. If they kept it completely the same, you know, they could have Forrest Whitaker play um Uncle Remus. His, Uncle Remus, yeah. Uh, Forrest Whitaker, if you're listening to this, I want you to be Uncle Remus in my completely 100% the same as it was before Song of the South remake. Well, I mean, it's uh, the only reason why people be familiar with the movie is because of the ride, Splash and, Mountain, which was basically, you know, uh, if we're getting into the topic of Disney rides being turned into the movie, so, you, know, you know, we got Pirates of the Caribbean, Haunted Mansion, and soon to be Jungle Cruise starring The Rock. Yes, Wait, the Disney Haunted Mansion is a um, Disney movie. Yeah, they made a Haunted Mansion movie with Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Oh, yeah. that one! I remember <laughs> that one. Yeah. The only thing I remember that about that mo- yeah, the only thing I remember about that movie was the ending when the ghosts were going to heaven yeah. and one of them says to go to hell. 
I don't really remember. I remember as a kid watching it a lot because as a kid I liked it. But then as I get older, I forgot about it and I kept continuously forgetting about it. And it was, it's like it was not good. It wasn't. It really wasn't. Come on, they could have. They, they had something going here. But apparently, um, a little backstory on this. The reason here's what was the reason why they made Haunted Mansion and Pirates of the Caribbean come out at the same time, actually. Because Disney was going to see which movie did better. Obviously, Pirates of the Caribbean. Thus being that ride, it was going to get a complete... Pirates of the Caribbean ended up being one of my favorite movie series. And then causing the ride to get a complete makeover. Causing Jack Sparrow to be part of the ride. Mm -hmm. More often. Because before, he was just some pirate mentioned. You know, where is Jack Sparrow? That's it. You didn't know who Jack Sparrow was. And now he's at the end. And now he's at the end with his treasure singing, yo, ho, yo, ho, a pirate's life for me. You know, just just repeatedly saying that. And apparently, occasionally, you can see Johnny Depp himself, you know, on the ride. Really? Just like how you can see a ghost. I've heard about that. Just like how you can see a ghost on Haunted Mansion. You know, um, (laughs) I've heard that Johnny Depp's been on it before, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, the story's kind of more plausible than seeing Aerosmith at Hollywood Studios, so. <laughs> or um, Harrison Ford at Hollywood Studios. I would love to meet... You oh. know, Harrison Ford was in town, like, two years ago. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Same thing with Tim Allen. Yeah, he, I, it was pretty close to each other, wasn't it? Yeah. Tim Allen, Harrison yeah, Ford, Jay Leno, and guess who else a couple of years ago? <laughs> you really want to know? Yeah, sure. Bill Cosby. Yeah, he was at the college. Oh yeah, Bill Cosby yeah, came he, to Sebring. Twenty thirteen. He uh, no, he came. Well, he did come to Sebring, but he performed <laughs> in Avon Park at uh, South Florida State College. Uh, I'll be starting there in uh, the fall. Um, yeah, he performed in twenty thirteen. Did a comedy show about a year before all the allegations. <laughs> so <laughs> man, I wanted to go see it. I wanted to see how big little Bill had gotten. Yeah, same. I honestly, I saw that Bill Cosby was coming to town. I just didn't really think. I was like, nah, that's probably just going to be some random meth head that they probably pulled from the streets and just be like, here's Bill Cosby, everyone. You know, they got some really good stuff at the college. Like the Beach Boys were there, you know, back in December of 2016. I I remember you saying that. Well, Harvard, wouldn't it be nice if you did? Oh, wouldn't it be nice? (laughs) Well, so. As of right now, that's all the Disney live-action remakes that we're aware of. As well as, I think, Tailspin is probably going to be made, remade into one. But What Disney movie would you like to see get a live-action remake? <sighs> Fantasia. Fanta- Fantasia, no. yes. Fantasia, because there, there's not a single like human character. Well, except for like, the one with the hats. The Well... Not really live action, but if I can see them being remake into like some kind of like an animated thing, like if Pixar wanted to do it, yes, that'd be cool. I would definitely want to see Fantasia be remade into a good Disney movie because yeah. Fantasia, that's what brings the magic into Disney, in my opinion. That's what makes Fantasia is yeah, fantastic, highly fantastic. I just the score alone is just mm-hmm. fantastic. Yeah. Um, Mickey does the conduction of the uh, waves and whatnot. Oh, for the Sorcerer's Apprentice? Yes, fantastic. Like, we need to see that, Disney. Make it a thing. Man, that's like the only good piece I've ever, uh, you know, heard played on the bassoon. Because, you know, I play the bassoon. And uh, the Sorcerer's Apprentice is the only really fun bassoon piece I've ever heard. As a matter of fact, they actually did remake the Sorcerer's Apprentice. 
into well, a live yes, action remake. Did, but not with Mickey. But with Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage and Jay Baruchel. So, not Mickey, but Nicky. <laughs> <laughs> and Jay Baruchel, our little bashful New Yorker. Yeah. It wasn't Actually, Alfred... No, he's Wait. Canadian. Isn't and he? Alfred Molina was the villain, right? Yes, Alfred Molina. Oh. He played... Um, can't remember his name. Was it Chernabog? No, Chernabog is the, the devil. No, right? he's no, he's not. He's he comes from Bald Mountain, and he's he's, uh, he's the main villain at the end of Fantasia. Yeah. Um, for those of you who don't know, uh, he he looks like a yeti. He looks like the yeti on um Disco Yeti. On, no, I was on... gonna say he looks like the yeti on Expedition Everest. Yeah, Disco Yeti. <laughs> yeah. Oh, are you saying that because the lights are yeah the strobe lights yeah the strobe lights are still there apparently I thought they fixed them but I remembered uh, my good friend Gavin shout out to Gavin he said um basically in California theirs looks a lot better than ours and they're Matterhorn bobsleds in the Disneyland California apparently their yeti their yeti looks good but I mean what what why, live why action why would it be Matterhorn bobsleds because the Matterhorn is you know in Europe and. Expedition Everest. Everest is, you know, kind of in Nepal. Yeah, that's true. So, but, I don't know. I know there was supposed to be a Switzerland part in um, Disneyland a long time ago with the the skylifts, the gondolas and whatnot. But that got scrapped, and now we're getting the gondolas. Yeah, I was, you know, I was saying a few months ago before they announced it, the gondolas are going to Epcot, right? Yeah, from Epcot to Hollywood Studios to the hotels, yeah, I believe. Yeah, I was saying it a few months ago to some friends of mine. Uh, none of you guys. Um, I was saying that I would love to see gondolas around the World Showcase. I would too, in honestly. Epcot. And they're actually going to stop in the World Showcase. Like, if if they would just go, like, really close to the water's edge so they're not, you know, yeah. casting a shadow over everyone walking in the street. That's true. But if they were to put the gondola, uh, uh, put a gondola there, that'd be so beautiful. As a matter of fact, on the topic of that, it would fit in Italy. You know, if yeah, it, it would in fit, Italy. In Italy, but it's not. It's actually think it's a start near France. But on the topic of that, when me and Leah went to um Disney, well, France has plenty up in the Alps. Yeah, when me and Leah went to Disney a couple um a couple, I think a couple weeks ago, uh, we saw the gondolas actually moving as testing runs. So it was pretty nice to see that. I didn't think they'd be um. Oh yeah, so they're almost done. Development. They're almost done, actually. Do you think they'll be done next month when I'm there? Mm, I don't know. I'll be there exactly, or not quite exactly. Four, yeah, exactly four weeks from now. Well, I'll, I'll be, be there, there every week starting April 10th. So. I'm gonna be in Magic Kingdom. <laughs> I'm gonna miss you both times I go to Disney next month. Well, hey, you can still, you know, go there, but you can still probably see me sometime. So, what is your live action remake that you want to see? Well, I already told you Song of the South. Yeah, Song of the South. I mean, it could be a interesting live-action remake, in my opinion. I mean... Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker as Uncle Remus. Or they could do, um... What's his name? The, uh, the guy, um... Denzel. Denzel, Denzel Washington. Washington. You know what? He Denzel probably, Washington he'd or be Forrest open. Whitaker. Denzel Washington is open to do anything nowadays. Well, that's all the time we have here today on your regularly scheduled podcast. I'd like to also give a, jo- a shout-out to John and his wife. Uh, thank you guys so much for being my biggest supporters, as well as Faizat and all my friends. And they're newly parents, aren't they? Yes, they're parents also, so let's congratulate little Natalia. Congratulations on the kid. Little Natalia Feliciano. <laughs> Alrighty, everyone. So, that is a wrap, and thank you all for listening. This is Julio Lopez signing out. That was great.